name is Falker Kruger. You're listening to Von Felden Duffy Legal News here on Waterberg Stereo. Our email address for your questions and comments is info at bbd.co.za. I'm talking to Johannes Ullefield from Von Felden Duffy regarding a court case that dealt with the National Water Act and more specifically the sale of water rights. Um, reselling of water usage rights is ruled unlawful, is what uh, some of the reports in the press uh, confirmed. I think it was a case in the Gauteng High Court. But yeah, let me ask uh, Janis to tell our listeners uh, what the dispute was about. Well, thank you, Volker. The dispute was in the North Gauteng High Court in Pretoria. Um, we're in the South African Association for Water User Associations and numerous other property owners took the Minister of Water and Sanitation as well as the Director General um, of the Department of Water and Sanitation to court. There was a few other respondents as well. Um, but all in all, they took the Minister to court because they were not allowed to transfer their water rights to the purchases thereof. So this court case, as you mentioned, that was actually three separate court cases that was uh, or were all heard together because they asked for the same declaratory order from the court and um, they wanted to be allowed to, to sell, the holders of the water rights wanted to be allowed to sell their water rights to specific purchases. And at the end of the day, the court simply said, as you mentioned now, that this is no longer allowed. Okay. So it's probably, um, yeah, either the owner of a water right that wants to sell it, for example, to a neighboring uh, farm's owner, or maybe the land as such is sold, and then the water rights uh, obviously would normally also be sold uh, to the purchaser, because, uh, yeah, having access to water, in the case of farmers, is obviously very important. So if you buy a piece of uh, land and you uh, want to uh, carry on with the farming enterprise on the land, then obviously you need access to that water. So um, I can imagine that that's a very important issue for, for um, yeah, all the relevant uh, property uh, owners that brought the, the application. So, yeah, what did the court then find? Okay, I think I should maybe start with Section 25, which was the crux of this matter or the interpretation thereof. Uh, so, Section 25 of the National Water Act, it catered or it provided that a person who is authorized to use water for irrigation, firstly, he may be allowed to use some or all of that water on another property in the same vicinity. And Section 25, subsection 2, provided that, uh, still provides that a person who holds an entitlement to use water in respect of any land may surrender that entitlement in order to facilitate a particular license application for the use of water in respect of another land. Or, um, in other words, that person can surrender his rights, which can then help or assist someone else with, with his or her application for water rights. So, for the past 20 years, it was interpreted as if someone can sell his water rights. The Act specifically refers to, uh, to on another property, to use the water rights on another property or in respect of other land. And this was interpreted as meaning that it's land belonging to a third party, which allowed them for the rights to be sold. Um, this interpretation was also specifically supported by Circular 18 of 2001, which was issued by the Department of Water and Sanitation. And this basically said that existing lawful users of water can be traded to a willing buyer if such trading can be facilitated in terms of Section 25 
which I just read for the listeners. So this allowed water use entitlements, which is commonly referred to as water rights, to be sold in, in, with private agreements between parties. This position then changed dramatically in, um, in, in, in January 2018, when a new circular was published, that was circular one of 2017, which repealed the circular of 2001. And the crux of this circular was to underline that section 25 actually does not allow for trading in water use entitlement. So the department took a drastic change there uh, uh, in, in the way that they interpret section 25. So acting so on this, sorry, Johannes, the circular obviously is no, it's not a regulation. Uh, uh, it's not not a not not a law or whatever uh, uh, um, from Parliament's side. It's basically a statement of the department's policy no? and a statement in respect of how they interpret the act, as you now said. No? That's that's basically what the circular is uh, in terms of the legal effect thereof. Yes, correct. Okay, just helps and assist with the interpretation, and it lets you sort of understand how the department will deal with your application and 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 yeah what you can do and what you cannot do but the act will always be the primary resource um, yes. but yeah at the end of the day based on this new circular the department rejected a few applications um, and then stemming from these applications the three court cases that we spoke of now the applications was made to the high court and they asked for the declaratory order that section 25 of the national water act actually allows for the transfer of water use entitlement from the holder thereof to a third party and um, the court agreed in a sense with with the question obviously section 25 does allow the holders of water use entitlements to transfer it but the court said what the applicants actually wanted the court to declare and what which it could not do was that the holders of water use entitlements is allowed to sell their specific rights to specific individuals. And this is simply not allowed for in the Act. Um, the court looked at the purpose of the National Water Act, which said that amongst others, it is to promote equitable access to water and to redress the results of the past racial and gender discrimination. So based on this, the court in a nutshell formed its judgment and said, if the purpose of the Act is then to promote equitable access to water, it can never be interpreted, Section 25, then, that someone is entitled to sell his or her rights. Uh, so this, will not, this will not allow equitable access to water. So firstly, the court said, holders of water use entitlement. They cannot identify and specifically choose who they want to sell their water rights to, because then it's not freely accessible to everyone anymore. This would boil down to privatization of the water rights, which the Act also doesn't cater for. And secondly, there's no authority in the Act permitting holders of, of the entitlements to sell these entitlements. You can just, a third party can just apply for the rights and you can surrender your rights, but it, it doesn't specifically say you can sell it. And thirdly, the court then said that um, if it will now allow the sale of water use entitlements by the way of private agreements, it would discriminate against uh, individuals who cannot afford the compensation that is asked for these water rights, um, which will then be unilaterally determined by the holder of the water right. So effectively, this frustrates the equal access to water and it will keep the historically disadvantaged persons out of the agricultural uh, industry. And then based on these three reasons, the court made its decision that it's not allowed anymore to sell water rights. If you look at the overriding idea and motivation for the National Water Act, which uh, is, of course, basically to nationalize water, no? whether that's a good idea 
from an economic and political point of view is obviously another question. But from a legal point of view, that that's basically the purpose of the act. Now, so if you keep that in mind, then I think the decision of the court makes sense. Now, um, yeah, because if you could sell your water rights simply without basic intervention of the Department of Water Affairs, then yeah, the, the water rights are privatized, no? as you said, and that's not the idea of the act. Then you can basically transfer those rights to any person without um, getting the necessary approval from the department. Or what do you think? Look, I agree with you. I think um, you know, whether or not the, the act and the purpose of the act is a good idea, that's a debate for another day. And I'm sure that debate will be made in the appeal court. But uh, I think the court interpreted the act as it exists now correctly, that the act doesn't allow for you to sell your rights. It's really freely accessible to everyone. Um, yeah, I mentioned the appeal now. I just, just want to note that there is reports in the media that Agri-SA is going to assist some of the parties to appeal against this decision. So we will keep an eye uh, on that as well. Okay. Yeah, so... Um I guess it's also a bit comparable to the Mineral and Petroleum Resource Development Act, as uh, many of our listeners probably know. Um, mineral rights in our country are also no longer basically held by uh, private individuals. It's uh, the, the state that is the custodian of mineral rights. Um, so also in that respect, uh, similar principles are applied. If someone wants to get a prospecting right or mining right or whatever, you've got to go through the relevant department and apply for those rights. And, and uh, yeah, I guess the same. Uh, applies now in respect of the National Water Act. So, uh, uh, yeah, you, you, I think in future won't be able to simply sell and transfer those. We'll have to wait uh, and see what the outcome of the appeal is. But uh, as we mentioned before, I think uh, chances of succeeding uh, with that appeal, in my opinion, are probably uh, small. But, uh, yeah, I guess you never know. Um, also, from a commercial point of view, this is a bit of an issue, I think, if someone now wants to sell his land and previously maybe based on that first circular that you referred to accepted that the transfer of the water rights is not going to be a problem. This, uh, I guess, now uh, puts a different light uh, on such agreements. And and I would think that one should probably in such a case cater for a condition precedent to, to, to protect the purchaser. In other words, in the agreement stipulate that the agreement only will proceed if the necessary consents are obtained from the Department of Water to transfer the water rights, especially if uh, it's very important for the purchaser to have those water rights intact uh, so that he can properly enjoy the benefits of, of the land. So, uh, yeah, I think uh, from that point of view, if uh, any sale of land agreements are negotiated, uh, this, uh, this has to be kept in mind if there are water rights uh, relevant to the transaction. Would you agree with that, uh, Janus? No, Polka, I think you're 100% correct there. Many properties are simply bought for the water rights that you know is, is connected with them and comes with them. So definitely things it's a good idea, and I think it will become the norm that sale agreement will then be subject to this suspensive condition or to a condition that the um, purchaser's application for the water rights must first be successful before the deal proceeds. All right. Thank you, Janus. And as Janus uh, has mentioned, uh, we'll certainly... Uh, Look out for that uh, appeal and the outcome of the appeal and uh, keep our uh, listeners informed. That's all we have uh, time for today. Remember, our email address is info at vvd.co.za. 
Thanks for uh, listening. Uh, make sure that you tune in again next week, Wednesday, between 3 o'clock and 4 o'clock, and then also on Friday evenings.